Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we get into episode 89 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast, this week's episode is in the memory of former WWF, WWE, WCW talent wrestler, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Paul blazed a trail in the wrestling business. He had the feud with Hulk Hogan at his peak. He wrestled for years. I actually met Paul in Dallas at WrestleCon, and it was by chance, really. He was set up for the signing, and I was looking at the suplex wrestling merchandise stand that was set up, and he told me to go for a Zack Sabre Jr. suplex T-shirt, and we had a little talk for a couple of minutes. So, yeah, I got to share a moment with Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. My thoughts are with his family at this tough time. R.I.P. Mr. Wonderful. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. It's episode 89 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast and have I got a fantastic guest for you this week. It is the current Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion, the Virtuosa Honor Perazzo. Timing getting Honor on is perfect as this weekend it is the huge Slammiversary pay-per-view on Fight TV and Honor has an unnamed opponent, she does not know who she's facing. The Honor is in her second reign as Knockouts Champion. She's one of the best women's wrestlers on the circuit worldwide. As we know, women's wrestling is on the surge, as it has been for many, many years. So we get to talk about the current situation impact. We also talk about a dream match that she'd love to have with someone who's maybe not wrestling now. So, without further ado, my guest on Stu's Wrestling Podcast is the virtuosa, the honor Perazzo, the current two-time Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion, and you will get to see her and her unnamed opponent on Sunday evening for Impact Wrestling Slammiversary on Fight TV. Enjoy. My guest today on Stu's Wrestling Podcast all the way from the good old US of A, it is the two-time Impact Knockouts champion, the virtuosa, Diana Perrazzo, and it is pay-per-view week, and you have not got a named opponent. So I'm asking you, hypothetically, who is the opponent for this match, Diana? Oh, gosh. I, I honestly don't have any idea. I've been asking Twitter, give me hints. Who do you think it is? And there are so many possibilities. I mean, Tommy Dreamer even put his name in the hat to be like, I can put on a wig. So I don't know. <laughs> you could have a kendo stick match with Tommy. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think it's someone outside of Impact? Because you faced everybody who's anybody in the knockouts division. So I'm thinking, right. are we going to see someone from NWA? Are we going to see someone from AEW? We know the link's there. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I feel like it has to be. I feel like it has to be, you know, 
or someone who um, was released and their 90 days will be up. I feel like it could be someone from AEW, NWA, Ring of Honor, AAA. Um, we have all these connections to all these places and they keep saying our world's changing again. So uh, I, I don't know, but I do agree that I've already lapped the competition in the Impact Knockups division. So it's time for someone else. Can you, can you want to throw some names at me? Um, gosh, you know, Chelsea Green um, is my best friend. If she's free, uh, you know, I'd love to see her at Impact. Um, Britt Baker, same thing. We keep teasing mm. some people. We'd love a dream match. So um, if she steps through that forbidden door, that would be awesome. I'd love to be the AEW Women's Champion. Um, the Iconics will be free. Mm. Um, so whether it's it's Cassie or Jess, I don't know. I don't care. Anyone. I don't know. It could be anyone. I keep asking. Any competitor, any company, any generation. So it could be someone like Mickey James. It could be Awesome Kong. It could be Taylor Wilde coming back. You can put that Fujiwara armbar on anyone. I don't exactly. doubt it. I don't exactly. doubt it. You've got that. It doesn't matter. It could be. It could be awesome Kong. You know, you know she's one hell of, hell of a wrestler. I right. think. You can, I think you can apply that hold. You've done it so many times. And I've done it on Awesome Kong before. So right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I just want to ask about. Obviously, you've been back with Impact now since last year. How how has it been? How's it been being back? It's been amazing. Um, I have no complaints whatsoever. Um, Impact has given me the opportunity to do everything that I wanted to do and the right way. Um, and then, you know, I've been atop the knockouts division for uh, almost over a year now. So um, to, to be the champion, to be doing interviews, to do be, the promotional work, to, to be crossing over and going to AAA and defending my knockouts championship all over the country um, you know, uh, they've given me every opportunity to put my best foot forward and to right the wrongs of my past. And um, I cannot wait to continue to do it after anniversary. How do you feel about fans being back in attendance? I know that's not happened since last March when the pandemic hit. So, yeah, how, how do you feel fans being back, getting to see see you guys? And it's a, it's a superb card on the weekend yeah. as well. It's going to be amazing. I have not um, been in impact since I've been back with fans. So I expect a champion's welcome. I expect them to be excited to see me be the knockouts champion. Um, but other than that, I think I'm, we're all just excited for the world to be getting back to normal. And to have some fans in the building um, is going to make it that much more exciting. It's, there, it's going to be energetic. It's going to be hectic. There's an awesome card top to bottom um, for anniversary. So I think as much as the fans are excited to be there us wrestlers are equally excited i just wanted to ask about your your career obviously starting out in the business and stuff like that did you ever envisage you'd be this high up in your career or is it taking you a little bit by surprise as well i know obviously you have ambitions i get that all, all you right. girls yeah how how do you feel being where you are now positioned in, in wrestling you know you're so well known yeah i think that you know growing up i wanted to be a wrestler i wanted to to become a champion and um you never anticipate the the highs and the lows of any industry, but especially wrestling, because so much is out of your control. And, um, you know, to, to come into impact from where I was, where which wasn't on TV, which was an afterthought, which wasn't getting opportunities. At, at one point, I didn't even know, like, is wrestling for me anymore? Because I'm so unhappy um, to be where I am at impact, to be the knockouts champion two times, to have held it 
basically for almost an entire year straight um, to be given awards at the end of the year and to be able to, again, like travel the world as the Knockouts champion and, and put our company on a pedestal um, for the world to see is everything I wanted since I was little. I just thought maybe it would come a little easier or faster at some point. Um, but, you know, the trials and the tribulations make it worth it. And to be where I am today, I'm so proud. I'm so happy. I'm excited. Um, and, you know, I just constantly have a chip on my shoulder to put my best foot forward. You've got to strive. And that's what people will take away from what you said. Don't give up. That would be my thing to yeah. get across from what you've said. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's obviously going to be times where you're like, I don't want, I don't want to go through this anymore. What, what is it worth? Like, um, but when it, when it is worth it and, and you finally do succeed and you're where you want to be, um, it makes it that much more special. If I had been, you know, the, the ring of honor champion in 2016 and was just given it, um, I might not have, I might not uh, have as much worth in being the Knockouts champion. It might not be as special, but because this is my first championship um, and it's the first company that's really invested in me and wanted to see me succeed and pushed me forward and was encouraging and, and the, the entire environment is just amazing. Um, you know, it might not have meant as much, but, you know, I cannot say enough positive things about Scott Demore and Impact Wrestling as a whole. So, you know, it's, it, it is all worth it. Just, again, don't give up. I want to go back a little bit now as well. Like you, you spent some time in Ring of Honor. You were one of the ladies that led the charge with Women of Honor. Just uh, your thoughts about that, because it wasn't that long ago. As yeah, such. no. Um, I wanted the world for that entire division. And that was like my, and Mandy Leon's little baby was like, um, how can we start a women's division? Because women's wrestling hadn't been a thing in Ring of Honor in so many years. Um, so to have that first match and kind of be credited with that rebirth of, of Women of Honor um, was really special. And then to kind of see what it grew into, we got a you know a Women of Honor um, championship tournament and there was a, a winner crowned, um, was really special. You know, obviously there's some downfalls to that and they've had to reboot, but um, to see Maria Canellis take, you know, what that little baby was and, and now it, it exploded and there's another, you know, championship tournament. There's a new championship. Um, Chelsea just debuted for, for ring of honor last night. Um, I'm excited for what the possibilities are for that because I got to start it. Um, and if there was an opportunity to go back to, to ring of honor and, and become their women's champion, um, that would be fun too. As many belts as you can get, as many exactly. championships as you can get. <laughs> yeah, the belt, the belt collector, like Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon was a belt collector. Why yeah. not? Why not you? Why not you? Exactly. This is the age of the virtuoso. We are growing day by day, match by match, and you know, come um, uh, what is it, August fourteenth. I'm going to be a two-time champion anyway. I mean, to defeat Fabi Apache, become the Reina de Reina's champion. Um, and I'll be an impact the next week for tapings with two belts. Which of the ladies do you like watching in, in wrestling? Which which people do you think um, are set to do very well, in, in your opinion? I know I'm not saying play favourites. I'm sure there's a plethora of ladies. <laughs> but yeah, just some off the top of your head, maybe some girls that we need to look out for as women's oh, wrestling is so prevalent now and so it should be. Yeah. Um, I always say Willow Nightingale. Um, I have known Willow since we both started wrestling. So, you know, seven or eight years now. Um, she's done some stuff with um, AW Dark. She just did MLW a couple of days ago. Um, I want to see her just explode. Um, 
trying to think about Sky Blue is another one who's been on NWA quite a bit. Um, I think that she is phenomenal. Um, and I think that once more people see her, they're going to love her. Um, so yeah. Oh, Jody Threat is someone else that I'd love to have an impact. I think she's so freaking cool and different and just like a badass. So um, I'd love to have her on the knockouts division with me. What are your tips for people wanting to get into pro wrestling? I love asking, you know, you guys in the industry, um, yeah. Yeah, just people, what, what the people need, you know, that might be a cliche sentence for me there, but yeah, just what do they need? Yeah. And what do you, what are your tips basically? Yeah. I think the biggest important is to find like a reputable, incredible school. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I think that there's a million wrestling schools that, you know, anyone could pop up a wrestling school and be a trainer. Um, but to go somewhere that, you know, has contacts that was a successful professional wrestler themselves really helps. Um, and then someone who's going to, who's going to guide you. Um, it's easy to, you know, pump out wrestler after wrestler after wrestler and just throw them and, and let them go their own path and do their own thing. But, um, from my personal experience with my trainer, Damian Adams in New Jersey, um, he's still someone I call and talk to, if not every day, every other day, um, when I'm getting ready for big match is like anniversary. he's someone I bounce ideas off of or send little training videos to. So I think someone who's really going to guide you through your entire career um, is important to, to, to find that. So a reputable school with a reputable trainer and someone who is going to be a lifelong trainer is important. How about like mic skills and stuff like that? Now we hear a lot from old school people, oh, wrestling isn't what it is. I still love it. I've watched since 1990. Some people say people don't connect with the crowd. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, people have got the arsenal in the ring, but some people think people are missing it in terms of promo skills. But I, I think wrestling's in a great place personally, but it's just what I've read and stuff. Yeah. What, do, what do you feel about mic skills and stuff like that and people saying they're lacking? Yeah, that wasn't something that was we t like trained as much, right? Like um, Damien is all about wrestling and it's only been maybe the last two or three years that he's really pushed promo class and promo skills. Um, so I do think it's something that people are uncomfortable with. So they don't like to do. Um, and, and me too. Like I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And public speaking wasn't my thing. And it hasn't been probably a you know, over the last two years is, is when I've really been able to like be comfortable talking on the mic and talking in the ring and, and getting to know who this character is and, and how to portray that outward. So um, I think that's a super important part of wrestling. And I think as social media grows um, and as we do more interviews and more behind the scenes stuff, um, you have to be comfortable talking. So uh, I agree that it's probably the less trained aspect of wrestling, but it should be the most trained aspect of wrestling because you need to interact. You need to talk to people. You need to network and communicate. And if you can't do that effectively, people don't know who you are or, you know, um, are kind of like, oh, they're not they're not good at that. And that was something that I failed at. It was like I wasn't a character for so many years. I didn't know how to speak or um, speak in a character. So it was really hard for me to get opportunities until I nailed that down.
I've been all over the world. I've, I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to events. Fan perspective. How is it wrestling in front of fans? Are you going to have fans on uh, Sunday nights? So yeah, just how how is that for you as a performer? It's amazing. It's it's. Um, I think as performers, we want immediate gratification. And it's been hard because we don't have that. So we're going to the back and there's no like, you know, winner's high or anything like that um, because the fans aren't there to to give you their energy. And that's really what they do. They push us that much further when we're tired or we can't breathe or we're in pain, like to hear that, that, you know, chanting or the claps or things like that really push us to, to get back up again. Um, and, and, you know, that's cliche and maybe it's like, you know, kayfabe or whatever, but it's the truth when, when you're down and out and you have someone yelling, Deanna, 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 get up, get up. It's like, I got to do it for them. Right. So, um, to finally have that back is going to be, everything we've been missing and everything we need. Um, so I, I honestly cannot wait. Absolutely brilliant. Now, what are your thoughts on the UK scene? Now, I hold UK wrestling on a, on a pedestal. I might be, you know, partial there. <laughs> I, I, I think I don't think there's any fans in the world like the, like the British fans. But yeah, your, your thoughts on the UK scene? Because we've got schools everywhere. It, it, yeah. it, blew, it blew up in the last eight or nine years over here, the independence. But yeah, your thoughts yeah. on the UK scene? I'd love to hear that, what you think. It was always my goal to come and wrestle with you in the UK. Because, you know, if you say, you know, in the last eight to ten years, it's blown up. And that's mm-hmm. when I've been wrestling. So um, when I was able to finally come over and wrestle was like a bucket list. I can check this off because I did it. And the fans are, are right there with you when I talk about like being your lifeline to keep going and and you know whether it's the bad guy or the good guy they come up with the most creative chance I've ever heard um they want to be a part of the show as much as we are a part of the show so um I've had some of the most fun wrestling in the UK I uh for a long time that was like my second home I was there so much I have best friends who live there so um I'm also excited for the day that we can bring impact wrestling back to the UK mm-hmm. because I think it's a whole other ball game when we go over there and the fans um not that they're better than American fans, but it's, it, uh, you know, I'm not going to be impartial, um, but it, it just brings a whole other element to wrestling when you're there and um, those fans are chanting some crazy things at you. Where were some of your favorite places in the UK? I bet you got to do some touristy stuff in your, in your yeah, you know, spare bit. time. Yeah, some, some experiences over here that you've enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, I like love the food. Um, halloumi is my favorite thing yeah. ever. Uh, and I had never had it until I came over and then it was like every day like can we go to Tesco and get halloumi because we ran out like I ate it all um you know I've obviously gotten to do like London and see you know Big Ben and Buckingham Palace and things like that um but really yeah it was just for me like I I lived there you know two or three weeks at a time I would go um and I didn't get to wrestle as much during that time but um you know it was just fun to like embrace a different culture it's very different than America um and you know, I, I fell in love with it. Who would be a dream opponent for the Virtuosa from the past? From the past now? Ooh. Somebody maybe, you know, someone who's inactive now. And I know there's so many. But yeah, I thought, like, yeah, I'll ask you that. I'll come off the top of my head. That. <laughs> um, my, my answer is always Trish Stratus. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she came back SummerSlam a couple years ago. She says she's retired again. Um, but if she was to ever come back, I'd love 
love, love that because that's the woman who, who made me want to be a wrestler. I loved to love her and I loved to hate her. Um, and Trish Stratus was just it for me. Um, but then also being in the ring with Gail last week was, was very, uh, not eye opening because I know the competitor that Gail is, but, um, you know, my go-to answer was always Trish. And now it's kind of like, Gail's in retirement. She says that she's in retirement. She's done wrestling. She's happy to leave it where it is. But um, if I could convince her to come back, I think there's uh, uh, something there. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so on the on the weekend now, who who wins between Kenny Omega and Sammy Callahan? Oh, that's Don Callis will be scheming as well. I'm yeah, pl- you know I'm what. Sure. Um... I, I would love to see the Impact World Championship come back to Impact. I will say that. Um, so, yeah, Sammy Callahan, I'd love to see win, but um, it's a toss-up because it's such such great competition, and Kenny is absolutely phenomenal. I think he's the absolute best in the world right now. Um, so, you know, I can't count him out. It's not going to be a hard-fought, uh, an easy-fought victory um, for Sammy to win, but, I, you know, I'm Team Impact. I'd love to see the championship come home. He needs to lose some belts. Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want Adam Page to get the AEW title as well. He's he's my he's my guy. I'm rooting for him. And so okay. yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully Omega drops both titles, but yes. So back to Slammiversary, which is on Fight TV, $19.99, 15 pounds here in the UK on Sunday. The Virtuosa. The Arnett Perrazzo, obviously defending the title. You do not know your opponent yet. But yeah, just to close out, thank you very much for being on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. A big thank you to Powered 4 TV for putting the episodes up on the on-demand service there. Big thank you to John Scott and Rich Crowhurst for all the support. Really appreciate it week in, week out. Nothing's ever a problem. Also, we're doing Powered 4 TV, Big Fight Weekly, the MMA and boxing show with my cousin, Rich and John. I've put on these first. It's been fantastic with that. Thank you to Chris Dutton again, as always, for the superb editing. I couldn't do this without him. And fantastic job once again. Thank you to Mike Angus for the intro, as always, to the show. You can find the Stu's Wrestling Podcast merch at WrestleMerchCentral.com. There is loads of stuff, lots of different items that you can get. Mergs, hats, face coverings, t-shirts, hoodies, even the new varsity jacket with embroidered Stu's Wrestling Podcast logo on it. Big thank you once again to Dean and the team for listing my products on there. Great work, great work. And we will see you soon for the next episode of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Podcast Network.